You're listening to the High River Chamber Chat, where we talk all things business, leadership, and High River events. You'll meet your local business owners and staff to get a better connection to who they are and what drives them to open their doors every day. We also bring important news from your local, provincial, and national chambers of commerce as a support system for you, our business owners. Get ready for insightful conversations and some laughs along the way. All right, today we have Brenda Walsh from Westridge Laser and Massage joining us for the High River Chamber Chat. Uh, Brenda, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, let's just dive into it. So if you could give us a little introduction about your business, what your offerings are, and how we can find you. Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me here today, Lisa. Um, Westridge Laser and Massage is in High River on 1st Street, uh, 515 1st Street Southwest. We're right beside Highwood Printing, one block away from the Wales Movie Theatre, give mm-hmm. people a better idea. So Westridge Laser Massage started actually in Okotoks uh, in September of 2008 is when I opened. Uh, worked uh, until 2017, I moved to High River and moved the business to High River. That was a, a big undertaking. Um, with that, it also included some expansion and growth. Our first location was at 601 Centre Street, Mm -hmm. and within the first year we grew out of that. So then I was fortunate enough to secure the space I'm currently in at the Highwood Printing Building, and uh, that move also included uh, a significant expansion. We currently operate with three treatment rooms. We have four therapists plus myself on board, and a yoga studio. Mm -hmm. So when we first opened, the yoga studio was up and running, and then unfortunately in uh, March of 2020, we had to close along with many others. And the studio was transformed into two treatment rooms mm-hmm. because, of course, we couldn't use that big open space. Well, we've now gone back to our original business model where we have a lovely studio space to accommodate small group yoga classes. I s- So how many people, when you say small group? Ten is the average. Okay, perfect. To me, as a yoga teacher, I'm a myofascial yoga teacher, as well as a registered massage therapist for 15 plus years, I guess. (laughs) Um, And a lot of times, people coming into the yoga practice are easily overwhelmed in really big groups. And if you don't know what you're doing because you're new to this yeah it's my opinion that one instructor cannot effectively oversee 25 people or 20 or so the intention is to have a smaller group I don't have any mirrors in the studio Mm -hmm. that I know a lot of people don't like the mirrors Um, we create a very non-judgmental all-inclusive approach everybody is welcome there's no a prerequisite to bend or move or wear a certain thing or is come one come all mm-hmm. it's it's very open that way in addition to that the you do have to wear clothes though <laughs> yeah you do <laughs> and we don't have goats or puppies oh, thank or goodness. kittens can you imagine the cleaning bill oh <laughs> i just can't imagine sharing space that closely with a goat 
that too. But it could be fun. Right? <laughs> yeah, it could be. So um, then the massage and the laser part, um, all of the therapists are fully registered massage therapists. Um, we also offer cold laser therapy. So this is done with BioFlex laser equipment. It's um, very un- non-invasive, painless method to treat muscle and joint dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say probably 30% of what each of the therapists does includes laser therapy. Oh, okay. So it's very, very effective. Um, it can make or break your healing process mm-hmm. by applying laser therapy to your healing regimen you can often heal much quicker yeah but having much less oral medication uh, because it reduces perfect. pain mm-hmm. so there's a lot of benefits so is that using the laser to help um kind of like encourage the mitochondria to start functioning better within that injured site Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Not every day I get to have the conversation <laughs> with somebody that knows all the other words. Uh, so the basics of cold laser therapy is that it accelerates the cellular function. Mm-hmm. As human beings, if we're injured, our body will naturally pick up and help you to heal. Yeah. In some cases, it takes a longer period of time to heal from an injury. If you are a competitive athlete yeah and suddenly your passion and your vocation mm-hmm. are taken away yeah that's a huge stopping point for you so, right there's yeah. there's a whole other implication of your emotional health yeah never mind your body that hurts yeah so there's a few things that go to helping a person heal quicker mm-hmm. uh, in addition aging population sometimes we because I am considered Almost senior. <laughs> ah, it's a number. <laughs> it is. It is. I'll tell you my little jingle about that. But anyway, um, the older you are, the slower you'll heal. Yeah. Because it is a fact that you yeah. do not produce collagen at the same rate that you did before. Mm-hmm. And all the things just don't happen like they used to. Yeah. So when we apply something like cold laser mm-hmm. to enhance your body's ability to heal, we're just we're supporting your body's ability. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so non-invasive in the sense that we're not altering or, or modifying anything. We're yes. just supporting you. Yeah. So that's also paired with some massage therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the therapists that do the laser therapy. Uh, so as a massage therapist, we're trained to address the muscle, the tissue. Yeah. As a whole, we're going to look at, you've come with a sore knee, but I can see that your imbalance is really in your hips. Yeah. So we're going to work to create balance and treat the pain. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the benefit. So um, then people will often ask about, is this covered under my benefits? If you have massage benefits, because the practitioner is a registered massage therapist, mm-hmm. it is submitted under your benefits that way. Perfect. Great. Um, that kind of covers that. Yeah. So then in your, in your wellness package, you have your yoga. I saw you have Reiki, mm-hmm. uh, meditation classes, correct? The meditation falls into the same realm as the yoga. Okay. A lot of uh, uh, yoga instructors will bring some meditation practice into yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple of people that do specific one-on-one training for oh, okay. meditation, learning how to meditate. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> 
It is hard, isn't yeah. it? I, yeah. The number of times I can't make my brain stop, but I'm like, me neither. <laughs> I can't imagine what would happen if that stopped. But to learn how to be calm, yeah. to, to go... Just to flow it's with it instead mm-hmm. of fight it. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's just it. When you're no longer fighting it, mm-hmm. that's when you're able to... Yeah, exactly. Um, And then Reiki, a few different practitioners that we've worked with in the past. Um, uh, One lady, she'll be doing some evenings on Fridays starting in September. Um, All of these things are booked via our website. Okay. And your Um, website is? WestridgeLaser.com. Okay. We'll throw that in the show notes too. You can also find us at CenteredOnWellness.ca. Oh, perfect. Okay. We have two domain names. All right. So what got you into this realm of, of business and, I guess, really and truly opportunity to affect positive change for other people? Mm. Uh, well, a number of years ago, um, I worked as a program director for YMCA in Prince George, and I managed a recreation program in a 135-bed long-term care facility. Mm, yes. So, having worked with people who ended up in long-term care, largely because of lifestyle, mm-hmm. it, it's very sad yeah. to be in a facility in recreation, you know, you're trying to improve quality of life. Yeah. A person goes to long-term care not to be rehabilitated and leave. Yeah. Yeah. It, it can be a grim outlook. So when you have people in your day that are there as a result of a lifestyle choice or lack of, they didn't know to make a choice differently. Um, So somebody in their 50s that's had a stroke Mm -hmm. and they've survived, but they no longer have any control of the whole right side of their body. Yeah. Or left or whatever. Yeah. And, And how is life? Pretty different (laughs) yeah yeah so in in long-term care it I left working in that type of work because I thought I could be more productive in the preventive Mm -hmm. position so honestly my my thought is if I make a difference in one person's life and they change their life so they don't end up like that yeah then I'm good beautiful and very few times in life are you fortunate enough where your passion is your vocation Mm -hmm. and I I think you can relate to that (laughs) yeah yeah I can (laughs) on many levels so right yeah yeah and so to be given the opportunity to see that I was 43 Mm -hmm. and I decided to go to college and become a massage therapist so that's what I did Awesome. And um, I'm going into my 16th year mm-hmm. of practice, mm-hmm. and this time next month I will be 60. That's amazing. And that's what I think. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. So that's that's my thing. That's great. Hey. So yeah. I'm 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 celebrating all of those oh, things. Oh, 100. And uh, yeah, that's amazing. So 
Let's take it away from your business. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you've been in High River for a good length of time. Mm-hmm. You've seen the environment, the, the I guess if you, we, I hate going backwards, but our kind of comeback from mm-hmm. our really low mm-hmm. point in 2013. Yeah. Um, is there a success story of a business or a couple other businesses here in High River that you'd like to celebrate along with your business? And yeah, that's a really great question. I've seen a few businesses that not just our um, our most noted the event of 2013, mm-hmm. which was all kinds of things, but at this particular point, it really was an opportunity to rebuild the downtown, yeah, to improve our infrastructure. Yeah. When I chose to come to High River, I was wanting to move from Okotoks, mm-hmm. and I went to all the surrounding areas, and I chose High River. Yeah, the High River has a small town, tight knit mm-hmm. sense of community, and you know how people come together here. Yeah. It, it's a really, to me, it's a really, really big thing. Um, and then in recent years, the businesses that have really stood out um, I mean timing yeah we, we have a, a great um, uh, butcher shop over here yeah could their timing have been eh, it's 50 50 it could have been really really bad yeah but boy oh boy did they turn it into something really good yeah okay? absolutely did yeah they have come out on top mm-hmm. they have exemplified a family working together. Yeah, I've been there and seen their children working. Oh yeah, in the store. Yeah, Burgarts is amazing. It's, this is amazing. Yeah. So, and we see that in lots of different businesses here through town. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't even realize that they're family when they're yeah, working exactly. together too. Yeah. yeah. So I see them as a huge success. Um, there's there's been a few others. There's well, there's a few companies that work in the digital marketing realm. Yeah. Um, in particular, my own marketing agency, Freshly Pressed. They were poised. They were they were positioned to just catapult into the next. Yeah. And everything turned into online. So yeah. You know, there's another success story. Yeah. Um, I I think you know other success stories have been um, in the the quality of life. Yes. For a lot of people, yeah. um, how many people learned to make bread? Right. Okay. <laughs> well, I knew how to make bread. My mom gave me a book, a bowl, and a wooden spoon about 40 years ago. Yeah. Here's your made, workout. And you can make some bread. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I think that to some degree, uh, a lot of people came back into their own individual selves because they had to rely on themselves. Yeah. Some didn't fare so well. I, I get that. Yeah. But a lot of people learned a really valuable skill set yeah. in having to, whether it was make bread or whatever. Whatever, yeah, yeah. totally. Well, and I mean, you mentioned that whole small town feel, and the unique part about that small town feel in High River is it's not closed off to new people coming in. Mm. So I grew up in a much smaller town where mm-hmm. I can even, like, I'm a I'm an original, if you will, mm-hmm. but it took my parents 17 years of owning and operating a business and us living and doing everything in that town in order for us to be considered a part of that town. Mm-hmm. And, and and watching from the outside, even seeing like people I know trying to live in that town, there's still like a sense of 
well, you're not from here, so you're not part of us. You're not one mm-hmm. of us. And that's mm-hmm. difficult. High River I has never made me feel that way. My family, we moved here in 2011. Mm-hmm. And, okay, we knew a couple people just by mm-hmm. way of proximity. Mm-hmm. But it's still so welcoming. And I feel like I haven't experienced that even with other new people coming into town and choosing High River as their mm-hmm. home. Most High Riverites are like, hey, welcome Mm -hmm. come join us open arms right Mm -hmm. and I find that so beautiful but also as a business perspective I think it gives that entrepreneur a little bit of that extra courage to take that jump and Mm -hmm. open up that business be a Mm -hmm. brick and mortar home-based a traveling business whatever it may be but Mm -hmm. because you're welcomed as the person that you are, you have that confidence to be welcomed as the entity or the business that you are providing or offering to Mm -hmm, the community mm -hmm. too. And I think that's such a beautiful component there. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I, from the chamber perspective, we see a lot of, um, people who, who choose high river to be their home because they want to open a business and high river provides, I don't know exactly what it is, but it has that intrigue Mm -hmm. for them to take on that risk here, which is Mm -hmm. beautiful. Yeah, and that's a really good point. I think a lot of the, um, what you're describing, you don't have to click to fit. Yes, exactly. I love that phrase. Hey? Yeah. Because so many places you go, it's like, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I feel that myself Mm -hmm. with High River. I have two experienced communities that weren't quite as open. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the choice to be in High River and the open acceptance, like there's just less judgment than 100%. some other places. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. So we touched on the positive. Do you see any pain points that High River businesses uh, experience or could be experiencing and if might you have any ideas on how to help improve this um, I, I think that some of it is like sometimes we come across people that live their story mm-hmm. and, and sometimes something horrible has happened but and everything about that person precedes them yes. they come to a room oh here comes that story again. You lose sight of the person because you're so stuck on what happened. Yes. And so coming to High River in 2017, the end of, so that's five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we were kind of back, if you will. Exactly. Yeah. And the whole focus was let's stop talking about this and let's mm-hmm. get on to being what we're doing. Yeah. And I, I really think um, that when I first came here, there was still a lot of that conversation going on. Yeah. And so as much as one wants to create a strong reputation about, uh, I do this, mm-hmm. we've been poised to re-focus yeah. that we're not looking back anymore, we're looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, to me, it's a balancing act because a lot of what happened here is why we're going ahead. Yes. Yeah. And so whether it's the downtown business development, because we have an amazing little downtown. Yeah. We've got this, you know, the, the southern corridor for some larger shops and yeah. stuff like that. There's a lot of opportunity here. Yeah. But in my first few years here, 
everybody was still really trying to undo Mm -hmm. the flood. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of like undiagnosed PTSD right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, unspoken. Yeah, unspoken. We don't need anybody to diagnose it. It's there. (laughs) Yeah, and that's there. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that, and then I think um, right now I believe we're we are comfortably on the other side of Mm -hmm. of the pandemic and and how all that affected everybody. And, and I only today said to somebody that, yeah, I've been here five years in this location and I'm actually just really grateful to still be here five years later. Yeah. Because I mean, that's a lot to maintain. It's, it's not, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Overhead operation costs oh. and everything else and then just the, the but even management that, stress on top of things. The community stuff. Yeah. My the owner of my building is local. Yes. Makes and a big difference. I would not be here mm-hmm. still open if I didn't have the support mm-hmm. of our very, very long term resident and building owner. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. Yeah. If I didn't, I would not have. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You can kind of see that when you start going around and, and asking questions. Yeah. And, and see who's here and who's not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, and that's that small town thing. Totally that, is. And, yeah. you know, sometimes um, people look at small towns and it's maybe perceived as a little bit backwards or small townish or like people will look at it and oh hillbillies or just that persona right yeah but really you don't get this no without that there's there's a comfort level and a sense of security if you will in Mm -hmm. those smaller centers there's a point where small is too small Mm -hmm. but um it's definitely better than the large Mm-hmm. Personally, my opinion, the larger centers where you might have a neighbor, but you don't know who they are, or mm-hmm. and you know they're not going to, mm-hmm. you know, support you when you need as well. Yeah. So same with landlords too. That's it plays yeah. into it big time. Yeah. yeah. All right. So questions I didn't prep you with. <laughs> uh, I just have three. Okay. Um, what is a top or favorite book that you would recommend to our listeners? Or a podcast. We could go there, too. Mm. A top or favorite book? Yeah. Mm. Okay, my favorite book that I read from every day is Wayne Dwyer. You are what you think. Ah, yes. I haven't read that one, but I've had it referred many times. And my next book that I look at more than anything these days, and you probably don't want to publish this, but it's called How Not to Die. <laughs> no, there's actually, um, I think there's a podcast on it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, it's an interesting one. Yeah. Mm. That book is the only reason that my partner's alive. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As I eat this. <laughs> it's okay. Brenda's been super busy today, so she's snacking and, and talking at the same time. That's all good. So do you have anything that you're currently listening to or is the top thing to get sound into your head? No, it's usually to make it stop. <laughs> so like the singing bowls. <laughs> right? Um... If I'm listening to something, I listen to guided meditations. Okay. And that's a, it's a self-preservation thing. Yeah. It's a, 
um, self-care. Yeah. Because you can't control what you hear all day long, and sometimes it's really valuable to check out yeah. and be neutral. Um, so I, that's how I accomplish that. Okay. Um, because I think that it's important to um, ground, yeah. step away. Because at the end of some days, like I'd have to sit down and write down all the things I did today because I'm not going to remember. No. Not every day is like this. Yeah. But some days you have to sit down and check out. Yeah. So I meditate. I listen to a lot of Deepak Chopra guided meditations. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, or I listen to um, instrumental music. Instrumental guitar is my thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, in here we'll like have jazz days mm -hmm. every so often. It's mm -hmm. great. The amount of work we get done. Um, all right, last question. What is the number one piece of advice you would give a new entrepreneur and why? It's about the relationship. Yeah. With yourself or with your customers? Both. Both. Neither is less important. Yeah. And that people lose that real quick. Yes. Because everything they do is about the almighty dollar. Nope. <laughs> They do, though. They do. They only look at, at numbers. Yeah. They only look at, and you're, you're supposed to be a controller, not mm -hmm. a business operator. Mm -hmm. Like, if all you want to do is numbers, you're a bean counter. Yeah. You're an entrepreneur. You're there for the people. Yeah. You're, you're relationship building. You're making connections. You're having exactly. a community within your community. Mm -hmm. All of those things. Yeah. yeah. And that's what people come for in the end. They don't come for the cost, the value, the cost savings. They come for the community and the relationships that they have. Because all we want is to be known and mm -hmm. to be recognized exactly. as human beings. And even if you're at your weakest, worst moment, yep. you can go to where you'll be seen. You and, and you can even be wonderful or horrible. Mm -hmm. Some people walk into situations and are horrible and they don't even know that they've gone to their safe place. Yeah. Because they can let that go there yep. and leave with them. Absolutely. That's right. That's right.